I'll start by saying my first experience with DMT was by accident when I was 19. I was trying to resin hit a weed pipe at my friend's house, but it tasted really weird and I started to feel even weirder. I asked my friend, who was slightly busy and not paying any attention, why does this pipe taste like rubber? And her eyes widened as she said, oh shit, we were smoking DMT out of that at the festival. I had done shrooms a few times and had read a lot about DMT and was very curious to try it. So I continued to hit the pipe three or four times. All I can remember is feeling like I died and then was reborn in the body of someone who had just taken 50 tabs of acid. But it felt amazing to the point where I cried a couple tears of joy. For years after that, I was never able to find any more. Aside from two separate occasions where my friends offered me some, but I only had enough for one or two hits. Until recently, I met someone who told me they had just had their first experience with a DMT vape and said they knew someone who would be happy to share. On the first encounter, I took one big rip and felt the notorious come up start to build, but I was too nervous to go all the way, so I decided to wait and mentally prepare myself before committing. The perfect moment presented itself a couple days later when I had no real life obligations and I decided it was time. First breakthrough. As I took the fifth and final hit from the vaporizer, I felt an overwhelming sense of awe and uncertainty come over me and a female voice reminded me to breathe and continued to do so until the sensation had completely taken over my consciousness. The initial come up of increasingly loud buzzing humming sounds and soul rattling vibrations was followed by a brief series of flashing scenes and images. I can't remember exactly, but they seemed like the memories experiences of everyone who's ever existed, maybe even animals too. As the images cleared, I realized I was now moving at light speed through a tunnel made out of anything and everything constantly morphing and changing. I was conducted by a dancing stick figure that I could not see directly, only a projection of its shadow being casted onto the front of the train where it basically acted as a tour guide. As we passed through different realms and planes of existence, the conductor entity seemed to point things out and explain them in some type of communication that I couldn't understand at this human form as I'm typing this out. At the time, it felt like I understood it all. After passing through dozens of layers of worlds, some too strange to imagine and others oddly familiar, the train came to a stop in an all-white room. Like a car wash, except beyond the exit was nothing but glimmering star-speckled blackness almost like a static on an old TV with no reception, but darker and infinite. The conductor then waved goodbye and faded away along with the train, and the white walls and I felt what was left of my awareness started to dissolve with a warm tingle as I moved into the abyss in front of me. Once fully emerged into the void, I seemed to fall through three or four layers of nothingness, all equally empty but somehow still different from the last. 
Then, it was just black. There was nothing else to feel or see or think. I was gone. Next thing I know, I'm back in my flesh vessel, opening my eyes to see the walls breathing and pulsing with color. Geometric instruments of lights floated around the room, like 3D cubes with different color particles, traveling through the edge lines in a graceful, synchronized manner. I realized my mouth was wide open with amazement, and I wondered how long it had been that way. Then I started to laugh. I said thank you, out loud, and a warm ray of sun on the otherwise cloudy day beamed directly onto me through my bedroom window. I know it sounds like BS, but it really happened, and even though it was probably just a coincidence, it was really cool to see during the trip. Soon the effects were toned down to basically the equivalent of a pleasant mushroom trip before gently fading away completely. By the time I was completely sober, it felt like it had been an hour since returning to my body, but when I looked at the clock, it had been all of 10 minutes total since I took the first hit. Several hours later that night, I was preparing for round two, but after my second hit, the vibration buzzing started and everything turned red and fuzzy. I remember feeling like it was telling me to stop, but I convinced myself it was my own brain tripping me out, so I continued to hit the pen. By the time I inhaled the fourth hit, I was launched back out of my body and into a room full of people, entities, cartoon characters, like creatures all staring at me. Some pointing with a look that said, you cannot be here right now. There was an alarm going off and a looping, popping, clicking sound. And there were thoughts and memories and other indescribable light objects chaotically swirling around the room like a hurricane until they completely surrounded me and flooded my awareness. By the time they faded away, I was in my own body again. Only the entire room was made of spinning gears and other mechanical components and I had a strong feeling that I was stuck in that headspace forever. The visuals were accompanied by 3D symbols and strange images that would frantically appear and disappear through tiny wormholes in seconds. I sat there blank faced staring at the mechanics functioning, doing whatever it is they do for what seemed like hours, still not entirely sure I would ever come back to normal. Even though it was a petrifying thought feeling, it made me chuckle at one point, but it was a okay, good joke, please be joking kind of laugh, like at the mercy of some powerful entity that could choose to flick my off switch at any given time. Eventually everything faded, except for the feeling of rejection. Once again, it had been 10 to 15 minutes total. I planned to go knocking on the door again, after some time for reflection. On certain mind-altering substances, especially DMT, you go to a different place, perhaps in your brain, perhaps in the cosmos, and you are told and you are shown the secrets of the universe. You realize the cosmic joke that is behind everything and what the point of all of this really is. Then the drug wears off, and you come back to this reality, and you forget that secret that you're not allowed to remember. Yet in this episode, we're going to be going over people's experiences where they did remember that secret 
that was told to us in that other realm on DMT. This is going to be an extremely amazing podcast episode. Let's get it, guys. Do a little line of some K, hit a bowl of some Deemsters, or just shove something up your butt. I don't care. This episode is going to be absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, guys, for the five-star reviews. And shout out to my boy who sent me a message on Instagram explaining his first time doing DMT and how it was absolutely beautiful and how it brought tears to his eyes as it felt like his whole spirit was ripped out of his body and given surgery. That's why I make this content. That's why I've been making this all of these videos since 2014 on all of these different substances because Nirvana is attainable Yes, when we die, but more importantly, it is attainable in this life, in this existence, right now. Do these substances, and I'm telling you, your life is going to become so incredibly amazing. It's going to blow all of your expectations out of the water. I'm telling you, I've lived it firsthand. But anyways, let's get it. This episode's going to be great. And here we go with the first trip report. I can put it pretty plainly and make it easily digestible with mouth words. Of course, it only does so much justice using words to describe the ineffable, but it's pretty easy to describe in logical people words. My entity drilled it into my head repeatedly for what seemed like forever, and I met the same entity twice on large doses each time, and he gave me the same message both times. Only the second time he was pissed I came back and beat the shit out of me by drilling the message even harder and longer. Say what you will, but the secret message is that we are all one collective entity. God, if you will. The universal consciousness. That being all-powerful and all-knowing is the most horrific experience of loneliness one can't begin to imagine unless you've experienced this. The secret is you put yourself here. The secret is there is no big daddy in the sky looking out for you. That big daddy, that's you and everyone else is included. The secret is you are God watching the TV and getting invested in the characters by becoming them. Imagine being all-powerful. You know exactly what will happen no matter what the circumstances. You are all alone, and nothing is a mystery to you. There is no longing for something, as for the moment you want it. You already had imagined every possible situation you could have with it. So, when you become all-powerful, you want to check it out. You want to have a surprise. You want to forget. That's the secret. And so here you are. It can be a bit of a difficult philosophical idea for some people to understand, but I feel it as though it's pretty straightforward when you really imagine what it would be to be all-powerful and all-knowing in every way. Everything is God. Here's a quote from Alan Watts. If looking at it from another way, we pushed technology to its furthest possible development, and we had instead of a dialed telephone on one's desk, 
a more complex system of buttons, and one touch, beep, would give you anything you want. Aladdin's lamp. You would eventually have to introduce a button labeled surprise. One replies, I've never done DMT, but got the same message on a 14 gram shroom trip. Was the biggest and worst trip I ever had until I got the message. Then, it was amazing. Another replies, I've come to the same conclusion from several DMT trips. The thought of it terrifies me. Some more replies are, haven't done DMT yet, but I had this exact idea come to me a few weeks ago. Prime Creator is literally energy. Everything is energy. Prime Creator is in everything. The universe is one consciousness just like you said. OP responds, I'm not entirely sure why he rebooted me, but I have some educated guesses. Number one, I set my intentions heavily on figuring out the big questions. Why are we here? Is there a God? Who am I? What's the point, etc. And then it's like the moment he saw me. He just had this shit-eating grin on his face, and he looked at me with a sneer as if to say, Oh, you want to know the big secret, huh? You've got no idea what you have in for you, human. I got what I asked in spades. He just kept repeating the message over and over. You get it now, he'd say? Over and over and over. After I completely understood, he just kept drilling it over and over. Eventually, I came to a place where I accepted my fate of suffering and resigned myself from the hope of ever escaping this hellscape. That was with my new reality, an infantinium. Once I stopped kicking rocks over the situation, I had a major revelation simply by accepting my circumstances. I was able to deal with it so much better. He goes, Aha! You see, made me realize I have anxiety about my anxiety and acceptance of your situation is the key to being okay. He also seemed to get off on my suffering as he wasn't all bad but a pretty malicious, devious type of extremely powerful jester. It's almost like he was saying, okay, looks like you just won't be happy with the blue pill and you come to my realm to ask for the red pill. Fuck, if I'm gonna take it easy on you, you asked for it, kid. The second time I went back, he was baffled that I would dare to take a dose so large again and just kick the living shit out of me for so fucking long. Feels like time didn't exist there. In the end, I'm not so sure, but I have mixed feelings about this knowledge. I'm going to make a reference to one sentence in the story. He says, made me realize I have anxiety about my anxiety and acceptance of your situation is the key to being okay. That's stoicism. Amor fati means love of fate. Everything happens for a reason. And it's really cool for people to be getting all these stoic principles and ideas from doing these, these drugs. It really is fascinating. On to the next experiences. Oh, and by the way, yeah, I experienced what he said, so yeah, just wait for that story coming one day soon. It's like a computer file that you don't have access to. Administrator access is only given once you've proven and less likely to mess up the system. 
if you had full access 24-7, you would likely fuck up your PC and possibly infect the system. Somebody replies, do you think it's knowledge that's not even capable of being thought up in a conscious reality? I don't do DMT, just read a lot of reports, and I'm fascinated by the idea of information realized in the psychedelic state that doesn't translate back, but makes perfect sense at the time. He replies, yeah, that's the part of it. I'm not allowed to remember almost everything. Sometimes knowledge is revealed that's against the rules and is immediately removed, but other than that, I can remember everything. Doesn't mean I understand it well enough to reproduce or even articulate it. I don't go with intent to figure out the mechanics of how I have developed five different possibilities of what it is. What bakes my noodles is that the very smart people have come up with three of the five without taking any of this. So it's completely capable. He replies, Keep in mind that the psychedelic state that you are existing in while on DMT can also be achieved via deep spiritual and or meditative practices, certain types of psychosis, and in dreams. It takes significantly more effort to get there without using DMT. The way I see it, in the beginning stages of DMT usage, you've used a tool that allows much easier access to a higher state of consciousness but you likely won't have the proper tools to fully take advantage of the state. It's kind of like stumbling into a high-level area as a newbie in an open-world game. One person says, It's like being temporarily let in on the biggest inside joke. It's immediately understood, and it's so fucking silly. This is all silly. Everything is mega fucking silly when you think about it. I think that's the inside joke. LOL, look at all of us so wrapped up in playing this Earth game, we've forgotten that none of this really matters much. I had something similar. I was shown something. Can't remember what it was specifically, but it made me belly laugh. Then the phrase, it's all just entertainment, bounced around in my head over and over. While on Earth, this idea seems cruel, however, over there, it didn't seem wrong. Why do we have to participate in this cruel game? I have no idea. One replies, This is nothing more than a futuristic version of watching a TV show, except instead of simply watching it on a TV, and that show is being a carefully edited production with a tightly controlled script featuring a handful of actors and few sets. You get to be the character in it, interacting with billions of other characters in a set the size of an entire planet. Interesting, eh? Here we go, another one. I remember mine. The parts I don't remember are vague. Kind of like when you go to an amusement park. You have core memories, but the rest is fuzzy. I was only ever told with actual words one thing, though. I cannot remember exact words, so this is the gist. You are me, I am you. You are the embodiment of pure kindness. We are understanding. I want you to see your home. This will always be here for you. It was said in more of a way to me, as they were one, rather than we were told everything. They showed me a very specific vision when showing themselves to me, like they were showcasting themselves off 
but left bits out for the imagination, as he looked almost like an angel type of woman, but with slim and extra long limbs. They were honestly beautiful. The place they showed me was very different than any other DMT space I visited, but still had the same vibes and obvious feel of being there before, just like literally their home. They were hyperbole pillars, but with almost like a cathedral, but if the inside and the outside of the architecture was mixed. But it went on forever with a cave of tunnels and wormholes speckled everywhere, with random shaped structures here and there. The outside was like this, the inside had hallways and windows everywhere, but the same theme minus the portals and weird structures. They were more artistic shaped pillars lined around the halls. This was showcased to me similar to the original PS1 Tomb Raider opening scenes, where it was panning through the areas and clipping through walls to show more places. I think I asked her a question, dumb question I purposely did just to see, just about why a friend wasn't one anymore. She kind of just floated up smiling, gently while having one finger over her mouth. She said something similar to, I'll tell you next time and faded away off into the distance. There hasn't been a next time. Haven't been able to get any visits since. Another report. I've had hundreds of DMT experiences. Best drug ever. And can always remember everything so vividly. It just gets to the point for me, I've had so many experiences it's hard to keep track of all of those memories. But they are especially the craziest ones, where the secrets of the universe and my soul get revealed. Somebody asks, what are some of the key secrets that you can share? And he says, I'm gonna keep it simple with something I think most people can understand. We are multi-dimensional beings and we exist on more than just one plane of existence. So we basically are having multiple existences at the same time. Legit like how we go to sleep on earth and we end up in some kind of dreamscape we are basically in a deep meditation asleep, maybe even possibly in a coma-like state, on another plane of existence that is physical, where we have physical bodies most likely much more perfect than these human ones, and we are basically astral projecting our consciousness from far away into the earth simulation. Everybody has a reason and a purpose of being here. For most, if not everybody, we have done some kind or multiple crimes against the universe as per se. Outside of Earth, planets follow universal law, but that doesn't exist on Earth because it's made to be a prison planet of sorts, where our souls go to basically rehabilitate in a form of suffering and breaking ourselves down the pain is all lessons for our souls to grow and become stronger and more in tune with the natural karmic flow of the universe. It's designed though to be hard because we have to cleanse our past lives karma and fulfill our purpose so we can ascend to higher dimensions than the 3D but many will fail and we aren't supposed to just do it in one single life but over many lives realistically. Pretty much everyone on earth has lived multiple lives here. We just forgot it because depending on your level of consciousness when you last died and your level coming back into the flesh. It's important to start fresh over so you can repeat the tests and lessons you failed in past lives. 
Life isn't supposed to be suffering anywhere, so once we balance out our karma, the universe blesses us with heaven and earth. But it's our own efforts and mind states creating the universes inside of us can't spell universe without you. And because unbalanced and mind, body, and soul creates hell on earth. Earth is dualistic, so both exist on earth, but it just depends on the perceiver. Hope all that makes sense. Interesting theory. Very interesting. Here we go, another one. All I know is that I came back, not scared to die, and no longer scared of what comes after. When you know that you can't die, what are you going to do? One says, it'll all work out. Just keep doing what you're doing. You are on the right path. Stop smoking weed. <laughs> it's like coming out of a dream when you wake up and forget about it. One says, I remember one thing. I was showed a lot of my past co-workers from different jobs and I was told I fit in so well at each of these places because I've met them in past lives. Yeah, go ahead and cringe, I'm just sharing my experience. <laughs> One says, perhaps that everything ends the same way, no matter what. Somebody says, the wisdom you can get from DMT surpasses our capacity. It's like trying to fit a 100 terabyte hard drive into a 1 megabyte SD card. Or something along those lines. Terence McKetta said it best. Another person believes... It's something related to the underlying nature of all existence, beyond physical space and time. Very science fiction stuff, as McKenna pointed out. There's a cosmic joke thing that happens. They let you in on this powerful, eostoic secret that can't really be communicated in words at all. Each time I am in disbelief. One trip, they summed it up with a massive, planet-scale carnival show, and the words, it just is. Like a cosmic joke, everything is just for fun, moment that rips apart your entire expectations of what life really is. There was one trip where I have repeatedly questioned the entity, like, no way, really, that's real? And her response was, yes, yes it is. I know, I know. I can't really bring back what it is we were talking about completely, but it was during the peak where I was being shown these rooms, halls, in a grand city where strange workers were performing some kind of hard work. The entity told me they were performing the baseline maintenance of my reality. Mind-boggling shit. And that was one frame I can piece together soundly. In simple terms, it can only be experienced, to be honest. It is just interesting words until you actually visit these places. I completely agree with everything that that person just said. That is one of the best descriptions of what happens on the other side. You learn what everything is about. You cannot believe it. You cannot believe how simple and how amazing the truth behind existence truly is. And then you come back and then you just cannot put it together because we do not have the words, we do not have the intelligence, and what I believe is that 
We can't take it back because it, it ruins the point of this existence. If we all knew that when we die, we go back to our true self or when we die, we do actually go to heaven, well, then everybody would just kill themselves. Like, if the Packers were to lose, I would just kill myself. You know, if I got dumped, then you know what? I'd just kill myself. If I didn't want to go into work, you know what? I'd just jump off a bridge and die and wake up in nirvana. But us not knowing exactly what happens is what keeps all of this running so perfectly. And this is why stuff is getting insane with technology and how advanced everything is starting to become. And now us perhaps learning some truths with these substances, it is becoming extremely intense for our species and for the future of everything. It's going to be really cool. We just got to, you know, be confident and just love one each other and continue to strive to become better. Not just better people, not just a better country, but a better globe, a better species. One person describes it as such. Perhaps it's like the golden retriever trying to bring back a stick through a gate. If the dog knew how to bring it through the gate, it could. But since it doesn't fit while being carried horizontally through the gate, the dog assumes it won't ever make it through. Another says, It's not actual knowledge. It's just the sensation of knowledge. Everything anyone has ever brought back from any psychedelic trip is pretty intro-heady philosophy shit. Like, we're all one, and all that matters is love. Another says, For me, the secret information has been a lot about death, life, and my place in the universe. And when I try to describe it, it either appears blanal or incomprehensible. If I were to attempt to describe it, it would be something like, we all become each other anyway when we die, so don't worry about what other people think or do. Or, it might be, we are all merely meat radio stations picking up the same radio signal, consciousness, or spirit. In reality, it's so much weirder and also more obvious than either of those things. Also, I don't get that kind of secret every time I do DMT. It's more like one in five. The universe decides when I'm ready for it. One says, you're God. By the way, you just forgot. Another says, none of it matters, but it's the most important thing. Somebody else says, don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> for me, it was access to all of the knowledge that makes up the universe and the consciousness that underlies it. It's like reading the encyclopedia for 10 days straight and then someone asks you to share what you've learned. Without access to the books, it's just going to be too much to recall and share in words. Now, if they spend 10 days reading the encyclopedia, the person might start to have an idea of what I experienced and why it was impossible to put into words. This one says, I don't believe it's a specific secret. To me, it's like experiencing and knowing everything in existence. I do believe it can be experienced without drugs. It's too broad and abstract to be limited to anything specific. It's also way too broad to describe in words. 
it's just everything. I wonder what you guys have found out when you go to that other side, or when you go so deep inside of your brain that it feels like you're actually going home. I wonder what all of you have come to the conclusion of. I've come to some interesting conclusions that have changed over the years, but I'm still very open-minded. And just to remind you all, I'm 51% that it is real and 49% that it's just our brain being scrambled. I love hearing each side of this just intense debate and everybody makes some good points and it's still it's so interesting and I've never seen two sides of an argument debate so respectfully. It really is cool. And the most interesting thing is online it was about 50% to 50% of people thought that DMT was real and DMT is fake. And now when I'm kind of browsing more, it's more like 70% of people think it's actually real. So that's very interesting. And I really do believe that's because we're just seeing more trip reports and we're listening to more experiences and we're playing more pieces of the puzzle together. And we're getting back to a spiritual side that really had been lost due to Catholic motherfuckers coming over and just killing all of the shamans, you know, really hurting all of these amazing cultures over in the, you know, over in the Americas and all throughout the world. And it's like, it's very sad. And I'm glad that us as a species, we've definitely come a long way where we're not killing each one another over what we think is going to happen when we die. It's still happening in quite a lot of places, but we're definitely making progress and that and that's a really big deal. So I'm pooped guys. I hope that you enjoy this episode. The next one, I'm gonna just write it out, dude. I did three tabs of just this amazing Purell with three grams of penis envy shrooms. And then along in that episode, I wanna tell you guys a time that I did six tabs along with six grams which really shook me to my core and I finally had an amazing spiritual experience on LSD and in fact it really was a DMT experience and I could recall absolutely everything now like what we were just talking about it's it's really it was really hard to take back what you learned on DMT cuz everything is going so fast it's so powerful but when I ate these shrooms and when I ate this acid, I had a DMT experience, but on Earth. It was unbelievable and it really has pointed my life in the right direction. And I want you guys to experience that. And also, it's a really cool story. And also, I'm going to be making an episode on how to never be tired. I found out this amazing equation of how to kill any fatigue that you have and to finally find the energy that you want to ask that chick out to chase your dreams, to go to school and work a job and to really live the life that you want to live. I'm going to give you guys what I've done and I really hope that you guys can use that in your life. And yeah, not be tired because I hate that shit. But anyways, have a fun time. I hope that you get your hands on some great and top shelf psychedelic substances. And I will see you in the next one. Peace out.